are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all the things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you. Are you struggling with the process, the hype and the many online options out there? Each week we publish three podcasts on Monday, Wednesday and Friday to help you with all the pain points you may come across in your business journey, including many tips to keep you and your business healthy and thriving. So, before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online, step-by-step, and it's completely free. Hi, and welcome to episode 32. I'm going to start by continuing the theme of uh, art therapy, and Blair is going to look at managing your money and handling your debtors. To start then... Um, Continuing on from last week, um, I started to look at uh, ways that you could uh, manage your stress through drawing and how powerful a communication tool drawing is in doing that. So there's many ways you can engage in artistic activities to help reduce your stress and also to just deepen your inner peace and express yourself. And we're not wanting to create anything necessarily uh, amazing that you're going to put in a gallery at the end of this. It's about the process that you'll go through in order to produce some art. And it can be shown to people or it can be kept very private and very personal. So don't worry about anyone seeing it if you don't want them to. So I'm going to give you an activity to try. Now, what I'd like you to do is place your hand on a piece of paper, okay? And using a black fine liner, if you've got one, or even just a pencil, you're going to outline your hand, okay? Really, really simple. And what that does is it gives us, uh, it contains a space for us to work within. And what we're going to do within that shape of your hand, you are going to draw some patterns. Now, the patterns that you draw can come from anywhere. Look around you, look at things that you might not have noticed before. Is there anything around the room you sat in where there's a pattern, something that you can draw? If not, maybe there's some books. Open some books, see if there's anything in, in a book that's on the shelf or on the front cover that you could use. Maybe even um, if you're near a kitchen, have a look at any patterns on the crockery. Anywhere, any patterns that you could notice around yourself. And still, if you really can't find anything that inspires you to draw from just around, have a look online. Um, There's so many different types of patterns that you could look at. Aztec patterns, um, Indian patterns, um, these Zentangle patterns, which are becoming quite popular in ways of um, creating patterns. Even if you find a small a symbol or a shape, then just repeat it because that creates a pattern. So you can even create your own patterns. And what you want to do, the idea is, is that you simply uh, copy, adapt, combine, repeat patterns to fill that inner part of your hand outline, leaving no gaps. Or if you are leaving gaps, just small gaps. But each pattern you draw goes into another pattern to fill that shape. Some areas you might even shade in a little bit. So you've got some darker areas and some lighter areas of patterns. Now, if you're needing some more ideas and examples, please visit our show notes page. And I'm going to put on some uh, examples and some ideas of some patterns that you might use as well on there. Yeah, thanks, Emily. That's cool because it's um, it starts people off with a, a, um, a template of what to actually draw from the beginning because a lot of the time when you sit there and go, well, I'm, you know, going to draw something you don't actually know what to draw no so. and you all have a hand so yeah. you've all got something to draw around and all got a shape then to fill in yeah. and it's just a really simple way of just 
getting you started really yeah. nice easy example to begin so that's that's really cool okay so i'm going to talk about managing money handling your debtors so what are we really talking about well a lot of people focus on the product side of things they go into so much effort to find an idea and a product then they spend so much time marketing it and making a sale you know and that they sort of see that as the the end result but it's it's actually only about 80 or 90 percent of the result because from there you know you need to still put effort into the business process and one of those key areas is managing the debtors. So it ensures that the revenue from that product actually makes it into your bank account. Now, a lot of people just forget about this side of it. And it doesn't matter how much sales you're making on a product, unless you're making sure that money comes into your account in a timely fashion, and we'll talk about why timely is important, then you're actually not completing your business transaction the way you should be. Okay, so there are many different business models. So we're going to touch a few of them here, but they may not all be relevant to your business. Um, so one of them is affiliates. We need to ensure that you have your affiliate account and bank details correctly set up so they can actually pay you. Now, if you've ever been into the back end of an affiliate account, there's uh, quite a few things you need to fill out. Um, and a lot of them won't actually pay you out unless all of those are filled in and correct. And most of them nowadays also have tax forms that you've got to complete and have verified. And so all of that needs to be up to date and 100% correct to ensure that you are going to get paid out. If you're working business to business, so that's you're selling your product to a business who's then selling it onto a consumer, you might be invoicing them. Uh, and so what that is, obviously, is that at the end of the month or whatever your billing period you have agreed with them, you're sending them an invoice for the products that you provided during that period and they pay you. Now, what you also need to do on that invoice is make sure all the details required on it are there. So that's like your company name, your address, your preferred method of payment, your bank details, and also make sure that the receiving party's details are 100% correct because they're unlikely to accept that invoice if they find that you send it and that you've put their address wrong or their company name slightly wrong or something like that. They're normally quite specific about that and what you'll find is that may not actually um, come back to you immediately but when you follow up the invoice if it's overdue they'll come back and say well actually we couldn't pay it because you had the address wrong so then you've got to go through and, and fix it and delays the payment so you want to make sure all of that stuff's correct in the beginning also make sure that you have a due date on the invoice and follow up the day after that due date's been and gone and if the invoice is still unpaid follow up with the client and make sure that they're aware that you're seeking that money you're seeking the money they owe you and keep following up keep going in two to three every two to three days until the invoice is paid there's so many people that will literally sit there with unpaid invoices for for months without even following them up which is it's just crazy Okay, so when you're signing up to anything, make sure you're aware of the payment terms. So, you know, you might have a client who, who pays on net 30 or net 60. So why is that important? Well, this is what we we're talking about before with the timeliness of it. You know, 
you need to know when you're going to get paid because chances are before you get paid you've all you've had to pay out all the expenses related to that product and what i mean by that is that you've had to buy the product you've had to pay for all its manufacturing its shipping potentially its storage uh, you've probably had to pay the advertising fees that you, that you use to advertise and sell the product and all of that money's had to go out of your bank account before you actually get paid by the person that's bought the product from you okay so it's really important that you know what those terms are because you need to keep an eye on your cash flow all the money's going out of your account and nothing's coming back in so you need to make sure that you've got a firm understanding of when you're going to get paid so then you don't go into debt with your bank the other one is to ensure that you or your customer or your client have agreed sales terms so an actual agreement that you've both signed because that sets the expectations of how the sales revenues are to be paid and when they're to be paid. And it also allows you a document to keep them on track. So you can refer back to that document if they go overdue with your invoice. You can say, well, look, this is our sales terms. You've signed them, you know, and it's just a nicer way of dealing with it because it takes the personality out of it. You're not having to, you know, get angry with them. All you're doing is referring to a document that you both signed. Um, so it makes that a lot easier process to go through. The other thing is you need to regularly monitor your bank account and or accounting software to actually ensure that you know when a payment does or doesn't come in. So then you can actually follow it up if it's overdue. A lot of people don't check their bank accounts very often, you know, their work bank accounts. So that's something to keep a real good handle on, making sure you know when the invoice is meant to be due. And, you know, you might want to put reminders in your Outlook calendar about certain invoices if they're big and, you, you know, you're relying on that chunk of money coming in. If the debtor hasn't paid you, you know, don't be afraid to stop actually supplying them with any more product until they've paid you for the previous product. The main reason for this is you want to show them that it's important that they stick to the terms that you've agreed on. And you also don't want to commit more product to them and then find they don't pay for any of it. So you could get yourself in a real problem if you've supplied them two lots of product and they haven't paid for any. So just don't be scared to stand up for your product and your business. And at the end of the day, good debtor management, it's key. It's one of the important steps in the sales process. You need to keep on top of your debtors who are overdue and remember that it's your money they're holding on to. You're not a bank or a loaning business, so get that cash into your account. Okay, and that's all we've got time for on this one. We'll see you in the next one. And that's a wrap for this episode of Elevating Business. Thanks so much for being part of our show and we love being able to share with you. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the episode notes on our website, emilyandblair.com. And remember that our website is a huge resource for free, step-by-step guides and articles for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend. That's all for now, and we'll see you in a few days' time with our next installment of Elevating Business. Now go do something today that will make tomorrow better.